said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Rich nigga shit I do a lot of. Nigga we be sipping out the bottle. I be fresh as hell rocking powder. Hopping out the PJ with a model. Swimming in a baddie trying to drown. Every nigga with me got style. I won't put a watch on this it costs a hundred thousand. Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, aka Life As I See It, episode 52. Uh, got C in the building, Gert in the building, Rico Key in the building. Um... And uh, I want to start this week by a question that um, I kind of came up with from watching the last Power episode. So, spoiler alert if y'all didn't see it. Um, so, in the last Power episode, uh, the female Black professor, um, now she's kind of dealing with, or not even dealing with, but she had sex with the college basketball player, Zeke. And it brought up a question in my mind um, that I'm opposed to you first see, and then I want to get the fellas' uh, perspective on on the, the male side. But none of us here are actors or actresses. We know that. But if we were to do or take acting roles, uh, see, as a female, we already know about being typecast and things like that. So would you take a role that has you sleeping with multiple people or would you continue to take similar roles that kind of potentially paint you in a certain light outside of work or would you just look at it as yo i'm an actress this is my job i'm playing the role it's not my real life how do you feel about that topic well i personally feel like that whole acting stuff is like uh weird anyway because I can't go and kiss you and then go back home and kiss my man like that's some type of I think it's disgusting I don't even like kissing like that so like to be all like kissing you and doing all that that's disgusting to me I don't like that shit and I mean that stuff anyway anywho um like as far as being like promiscuous and stuff like in a role um I don't think I could probably do that Cause I can't separate the two. I can't be like getting gang banged in a a, a, a quote unquote role, and then go back home. <laughs> nah, cause that's like I'm just saying, like that's a role. Then go home and be like, "What's up? What's good?" Like you know, like nah, I can't. I can't separate the two. I'm not mature enough. I'm kind of immature in my head, so I can't be like, "All right, this is just me doing my job." Nah, I can't do my job and be like halfway I, I, it's just it's made for certain people put it that way certain people are actors I, I mean actors or whatever they call themselves now they're all actors certain people are made for those positions me I cannot separate the two it's all cloudy to me because I'm still the same person even though I'm playing this person I'm not walking out of my body and playing another person I'm still that person all right, so one second, right? So, cause so clearly you've already kind of just you know yourself, and you like, all right, I'm not an actor or actress, so I'm not doing it because that's just not me. 
I get that. Yeah. I accept that because that's your position. But if you could be even more objective just from a female point of view. Damn. And as a female <laughs> that is taking a role, um, do you think that, uh, what, it, what are your thoughts on the idea of getting typecast as say like the Hulk? For example, like Megan Good, for example. She has multiple movies where she's playing the girl who's having sex with whoever the character is, right? And fine, that's part of acting, we get it. But do you think that, you know, females, do you think that that paints them in a certain light and is it fair or, you know, that's kind of what I'm asking. Cause I get your perspective personally, you can't do it, it's not for you. But like, if you could kind of step outside of yourself a little bit and look at the whole spectrum, how do you think that, do you think it's fair for um, them to be kind of like viewed that way in real life? No, because obviously they're not. Megan Good is married to like a pastor. So it's not like you're you're viewed like that in real life. Like Lala was married to Carmelo and she showed her titties. I mean, he wasn't happy about it, but we all know what Lala looked like. So that's my thing. Like it's just certain stuff that as a woman sometimes like, or even Holly Berry, she got naked. Like it's certain women who you, like when you see them, you be like, I know what her titties look like. I know she got some like good little, you know, teardrops or something. Like you could see that and you could Even know Tasha. That. Tasha from Power. She was yeah. little Kim. You know what you, I'm saying? Some but people that's what don't I mean. have problem, problems with their body where they are like, this is a role. I'm going to put my all into it. These are those people. These are people who study that craft and who want to go to the next level and they feel like, all right, I'm going to show my body and I'm going to go to the next level. I do not feel like they should get typecast into that um same script all the time but usually when you sh when you do show yourself or whatever it kind of shows range I guess to the director or whatever into the film industry it shows that you are not like that you're fearless that you're willing to do what it takes to get the job done and that's a part of acting that would be equivalent to me doing extra cases and overtime in my job <laughs> like so okay. it's 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 different you know so I can't really speak to that craft because I personally could not do that job all right so on the flip side uh for the fellas I'll I'll ask you first dirt and then you key um these niggas a, is hoeing as, as a male no 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 that's not where I'm going that's not where I'm going as a male would you um would you take a role that's a punk or a sucker somebody who's soft would you would you take that role, A? And if you did, would you put a limit to how many of those roles you did take? Or would you just take whatever because you just look at it as art and acting and you, you're able to separate the two? So Gert, you first, and then Key, you, you after. I be the nigga from Menace and get beat up in every movie. That was uh, <laughs> I and the cousin. That nigga got beat up in every movie, dog. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's uh acting. When you say punk, though, as long as it ain't no what kind uh, of punk? What kind yeah, of yeah? Because that's what I thought about when he no, said punk. That's that's no no. Word. That's why I gave you. That's why I gave Real no, That's why I gave you those three words. No no no. That's why I said a sucker. That's why I said a sucker, a punk, soft. Like I'm talking about the same punk as we know punk. Like yo, you a punk? Not no. Not but let's pose that question. You guys wouldn't be able to act that nah, way? No, I'm not doing no, no I'm not kissing no mother man. Who, like Omar? 
Yeah, I'm not doing yeah. it. Mm. Nah, not no. like Fuck not like humping no. them, brother. Just no, like touching no. their face. What? No, 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 no. no. Uh, all right, I was just. Did you say yo, y'all niggas wouldn't be sitcom gay? I ain't saying movie gay. <laughs> I'm saying sitcom. But... Yeah, like touching nah, their face. I'm cool. No. Might twirl their beard. But I do. Uh, I do commend niggas who, who take that role. Like, uh, for a straight nigga to take that role and just look at it as only acting, I think. Yes. But Speak when you on see that. him in person, how you feel? Like, yo, this pussy ass nigga. Like, you, you rate, you no, got a thought already I want, in your head. I, want, I don't, I don't, uh, look at the two as the same. Shit. I acted. That's, I do. that's like saying all RB niggas are suckers, though. Like, but it's the same way. Who you call a sucker ass R&B artist? No, it's not. Who? Who what? you call a sucker and, R&B artist? In your mind, all like, of them niggas. Like Cisco, but not a sucker, but like just a little, just a little fruity. I thought he was a little bit <laughs> because of the way he was talking about that thong and the way he was on that beach with that thong and the way he was flicking his wrist. Like that was a little crazy to me. But I'm those not saying that he moves. is fruity. <laughs> no, those dance moves is different because Usher don't flick his wrist like that and neither did Chris Brown. So the way he was flicking the dumbs in the truck, like that was kind of crazy. But I'm just saying. The way he was flicking under a sunset. Hold up, Key. You, don't matter. Can you repeat what you just said, see? I said the way he was on the beach, like doing she got dumbs in the truck, truck, truck. That was like what? Like the way he was flicking his wrist like all night long. Like the way he was doing that shit. That shit Yo, he was, was on his crazy. club shit. If you watch that, if you watch that with that open vest, if you like the whole optics yeah. crazy. The, the flick of the wrist paired with an open vest did it for you? <laughs> yes. And the, the combination. Tat, and the tat around the navel is kind of crazy. Uh, the nigga had all the, the special effects, he had a lot. Oh. So what I'm saying is, as a man, I cannot expect you, like like when we was watching P-Valley and Lil Murder, Lil Murder is straight in real life. He got like a fiance. So, exactly. So when I seen Lil Murder- you know kind of like iffy, man. Yeah, man. I'm like, you no was No straight niggas car. gonna do that. You so, the- I, so hold on, here's the thing, right? There is, we talked about this last pop. There are double standards. We talked about women a little more, a lot more open than men. So for women, if they were to play a role like that or something like that, I could maybe be able to see a separation of the two versus a man. Like straight, like he said, straight men, there's certain things that straight men aren't gonna do. And it has nothing to do with being um, comfortable in your sexuality. It has everything to do about going against the fabric of like just who you I, are. As there's, I disagree man. with that though. Like if you, I, I I don't. As a straight man, I'm not kidding. Yeah, but you ain't man. dedicate your life to acting. Like if you would make that. No, but I would like. But I. But I. But I. But I would like to act. Like I would. I would take roles, and I would. And I That's would do different. It. You understand? Than dedicating your life to acting. If you would make that dedicated your life to something, you may look at it a little different, and want to be completely engulfed. It might be some straight niggas who want to take a gay role on some trying to challenge themselves to see, you know what I'm saying, how far they could. I've heard that argument. I've heard that argument from some straight actors. Me personally, I, I don't know if I can agree with that. And maybe it's just an agree to disagree type of situation. Yeah, but we also got to understand, we also got to understand 
the overall <laughs> aspect of the industry as well. But that's we a know, whole nother, know, that's a whole nother. No, but it's connected. No, it's, not. No, it's connected. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Listen, the 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 demasculinization of men. Yes, right. But that ain't in, got nothing in to do with your personal. If I'm a nigga, but but who's to say? But who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? You you just made the argument that to challenge themselves, to get ahead, these different type of things, right? And if the studios are telling you, hey, you do this, you nail this. It'll take you to the next level. It's almost it could almost be viewed as a form of selling your soul that to ain't, get ahead. Kind of. So that's not what I'm looking at. I'm looking at a nigga that says, "Yo, dog, I want to be the best actor ever. I want to play every different type of role there is to play. It's different than like my personal goal is different than the Hollywood bullshit. That it's like for an artist." Saying, yo, you got to be an artist, but you got to know the business too. Nah, man, like, I just want to be an artist. Like, I just want paint. I just want rap. That business shit is attached to the industry now because of monetization of shit. But some niggas just want to be the best. I, I want to die knowing I fucking did mad different roles and I killed all of them shits. Like. But look at Chadwick Boseman. I ain't never see him kiss a man, and he died a king, and yeah, he, he died in many different roles. He died and he untimely. Died you don't know that if his people. career would have went on, he might not have took that. Will Smith is a nigga that body mad shit, but the first shit he did, he was gay, wasn't it? Uh, made in America. Yeah, the the back, yeah, no, the bag different. of bands or something like that. They wanted to demasculate, but I mean, look, they yes. wanted to do yes. that to Will because Will was. Not it wasn't as many as it was now. Now you have Chadwick Boseman, you have Michael B. Jordan, you have a, a, a whole plethora of different actors and actresses to choose from. You back then in Hollywood, you really didn't have a lot of new faces, and the, the new face was either Jamie Foxx or <laughs> freaking Will Smith. They were the new faces around town, and they, now you have all of these different guys even the guy that played with chadwick and 21 bridges i forgot his name he's a black guy he um he he is very well known in this business as well you have mahershala ali you have a whole bunch of people to choose from now even in black panther you had a whole lot of people that were up and coming and, and new faces new fresh faces so what i'm saying is now you are a black man, you're you're going out there looking for roles, and I don't know how actors and them and how they get their things, but I can understand you feeling like it is demasculating, like you do not have to get to that place in order to to become the best actor. You could do different roles where you do not have to, like you know, compromise who you are. If it, yeah, but for se. everybody, my argument is for everybody that's not compromising who they are. There's something we're not completely understand. Huh? I completely understand right. that's that. That's my only argument. Some... I, I, you know, I'm not in that world, so I can't speak for niggas in that world. But I, I but two people who have crap, though, two people who have I, though, Dave Chappelle. No, Dave Chappelle also, is a comedian though. No, but that's listen, different. Listen, but no, but listen to what I'm saying. Dave Chappelle spoke about it, and Chadwick Boseman spoke about it. First with Chadwick Boseman on the shop on LeBron's show, he talked about how there were certain roles that you know, he just would not take because he was going to be a man of integrity every time he was seen on the big screen. 
And no matter who thought it was good for him or it could take him to the next level, he wasn't willing to compromise his integrity and his morals as a man and what he stood for to show himself in a certain light other than what he felt like he needed to be shown in and also as a representative of the culture. That's something that he said. And yeah, then with Dave Chappelle, just... I understand. Listen, with Dave Chappelle, I understand that he's a comedian. But oh, wait, he only made a... Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish, let me finish. He made a point to say every time in comedy, they always put a dress on the black man. And you look at all of the successful black comedians who have done it and they've experienced a lot of success, i.e. Martin, i.e. Eddie Murphy. Like, and he said he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do things like that. And he was another one who was against the status quo, standing for integrity and what he believed in. And he didn't want to go against that just for the sake of some type of monetary gain. So respond to that. I believe it's an interview of fucking, and don't quote me on this, but Vin Rames. The nigga Vin, yeah, I was thinking about him. He, that shit But crazy. Vin Rames, they said, Holiday no, Heart. they said he wanted to do shit like that. Like he became an actor to do shit like that. But it, it is because of his size and shit, they always put him in the tough role. They always made him a tough nigga because of his size. But they said, like, the nigga was trying to do Holiday Heart his whole career. Now, I don't know. So he's a cross-dresser. So that's just that what it, what it was. Like, I, that's what two different things. But I don't know. What I'm saying is. No, that's the same. It's the same. It's all connected. No, I can understand a that. cross-dresser and you wouldn't be that person in, on the screen, allegedly. Let me just say you're allegedly a cross-dresser. You knowing that. Um, it's two different things than you trying to portray that, like you know, like as you going into a different zone, like that's out of your body. That's not your. That's not your preference. That was his preference, so he was fine with portraying that. I'm talking about a masculine guy, like okay, let's just say Ice Cube or LL Cool J or somebody dressing up, putting up, putting in a skirt. That's not what they wanted to do when they decided to act. All right, fine. Okay, just a regular actor. A regular actor. I don't. What you thought? What y'all thought about Martin when he did all that? Because he pushed the women. I'm just talking about the TV. I'm talking about the TV. I'm talking about the TV show. Not not Um, He pushed it. But Shanene was a cultural like icon because I'm just gonna because say of this. his show because of his show and because Shanene will always wear the latest stuff that the girls would wear. Shanene looked like a regular girl that you would see in the street in the '90s with the finger waves, with the curls and stuff, with the big bamboo earrings and all of that, like her clothes and stuff. She was gaudy, but Shanene looked like a regular hood chick that you would see walking down the street. She did, but I think, but I feel like you're making an excuse <laughs> she for like for. But I think I think you're kind of. It's almost like you're saying it's okay. You're saying it's okay because you like that. I'm yeah, that's not saying it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay. I said Shanae just looked good. I, I'm saying Shanae was portrayed well because she looked like someone that was a regular person down the street. I'm not saying that it's okay that he dressed up as a woman. That was- But that's the topic that would speak, because when you say that, it kind of contradicts, it kind of, like what side of the fence do you stand in terms of your thoughts on men doing it and the emasculization of it? I think that's two completely different- Me too. You're talking about though, my nigga. Why, why? Tell me why. Because you're talking about 
the emasculation of men inside Hollywood is completely different than voluntarily a, dressing up as a woman. A per, no, not even that. That's as what I would actor, say. But as an actor wanting to be the best actor he wants to be for himself and challenging himself with roles that are outside his natural being. Like, it, it, it's like fucking where Jay-Z goes and does an album with Linkin Park. Let me see if I can do some shit that I never... Let me challenge myself. How Nas did an album with Hit Boy. Let me see if I can do some shit that I normally wouldn't do in my career is... It, 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 I'm not no actor. So I don't know what challenges, like how, you know, LeBron, let me go try and win a ring with three different teams. Mm -hmm. It's niggas trying to put themselves, uh, you know, isolated from everybody else. Let me put myself on a plateau that other niggas ain't going to go to. And in order for me to get there, it might mean I have to do some shit that, you know, is different for me. I don't know, like, like we kind of put hip hop culture on the world and say, this is the rules of the world. The world should follow these rules. The world, you shouldn't be a sucker. You shouldn't snitch. Uh, that's hip hop. That, that shit that was developed through hip hop culture. It's not hip hop but, but that's not. It's not hip hop. Like it's it's, it's not hip hop. It's, it's your moral. character. I would disagree. But Keith, let oh, Keith chime in. Go ahead. Now nah, I'm just saying that um, that whole incident with Terry Crews and the movie directors pitching his ass at the party when when he was with his lady. You think and then he started wilding out and they wanted to blackball him. You think if he, if it was okay and it went farther, the doors would have opened up for him. Because since yes. then, son been back blackballed to me. He hasn't like, been blackballed. He's a host. Uh -uh. He's been American real quiet. Man. He hasn't been like, blackballed. He's been, he, been accepted. Been, he, he, hasn't, he hasn't been blackballed. He has definitely been accepted. And he's and been that's why everybody's calling, him, everybody's calling him a coon because of it. Yes. Because he's defending all type of shit that just goes against us culturally. Not even. So, he's just been every. He's been very explicit with black people. He's been very explicit with D.L. Hughley and D.L. Hughley's um, like opinion on what happened but he has not been that ex explicit with the people who grabbed his ass. Like my thing is like, yeah, like you <laughs> go after people crazy. who you think can't speak for themselves or who you think you could beat up or who you think you could toughen up just cause you got muscles. But the muscles don't mean nothing. You can still get your ass kicked. So- I don't even think it's that. I think it's- I think it's I that. think it's him ponying up to the, the, the man and saying, yo, do it like this, act like this and you'll get further, as opposed to allowing these individuals to be individuals and have opinions about whatever it is they have opinions about, whether you agree or disagree, that is separating them as an individual. And as an individual, if, if this particular actor says, I'm not, D.L. Hughley's another one. He said he's not going to take those certain type of roles. Now we may not herald D.L. Hughley as one of the greatest actors ever either. I get what you're saying, girl, about challenging yourself because the first thing I thought about was music but when different artists challenge themselves in different genres. K. Michelle did a whole country album. Uh, Young Thug did a fucking country album or something like that. Like people do different things to challenge themselves. So I understand, I understand that. 
I'm specifically though talking about the entertainment industry as a whole, we know is not run by us in terms of being in charge. We may be the ones pushing the culture forward, but we're not the ones actually pushing the buttons and making the rules, not as a whole. So the industry, we have a lot of evidence over history that shows there have been many instances where men have been emasculated by putting on a dress, by putting on makeup, by being I gay. I, I, but no, I wouldn't no. say that because- I get what you're saying, right? But, but hold on. How many, how many of them niggas do you think actually wanted to do that though, right? So exactly. when we talking about emasculation, I think it's, it's the line is where you doing it because you don't want to do it, right? Mm -hmm. you, you, you can only be emasculated if you're not trying to go that route. So when I look at Martin with Big Mama's house, I don't think Martin was emasculated only due to he did the shit. Before, but that's he what I'm saying. But, that's, with, but so, that's different from being an actor. That's all I'm saying. Because Martin is a comedian and Martin does anything to make people laugh. So by him putting on a dress and by him portraying Shanene or his mom or Big Mama or whatever, Martin is doing stuff for kicks and giggles. These actors who are who are more serious and who are taking these roles, like the guy that plays Omar or whoever, like these are people who are playing more serious roles and they are being more seriously gay. Even though Martin was Shanene and Martin was his mom, Martin ain't never kissing a woman. I mean, okay, no man, well, was it was it Omari Omari Hardwick? Omari Hardwick who played Ghost. Um, I didn't see the movie, but I think he has a film that he's playing a gay man. Okay, but that's his and, preference. No, that's fine. Listen, I'm not I'm not saying I'm asking a question. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. I'm simply asking y'all personally if y'all were I, I know we're not actors, so we can't I'm not doing it. Okay, right. So this is that's it. That's it. It's a it's a it's a it's a personal thing. Like I'm not I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but I am pointing out certain instances where certain people in that field have spoken out against it, saying that yeah, this is the way that I, it is. They're telling argument, us we're not in it. They're telling us. I agree with I agree with what you say. My only argument would be that you would have people that would speak out and say the opposite thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, when you know, just bringing the whole shit full circle, typecasted is a personal thing, I believe. Like, you have to feel that you're only getting scripts of, like Kevin Hart, for example, right? Kevin Hart in every role in a movie plays the, the same guy, the stupid sidekick, right? <laughs> as long as he's cool with that, though. I don't think he's being typecasted because he's taking those scripts. Like it, it, it's when you want to do something outside of that and you can't do nothing outside of that is where, you know what I'm saying? Like when you don't want to put on a dress, Chappelle didn't want to put on a dress. Had he was with the shit, we wouldn't be having this conversation about him. So, so it, me, it, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Key. Now I wanted to, uh, I was just going to say, you think that dude drew from power, this is going to help his career pop more? Well, it, that's, yeah, I, I think that's to be determined if, like, see, it, it, it's, if he did it for that, then, you know, it, it, if a nigga say, yo, I'm taking the gay role because I want to get further in my career, 
I think that's a different type of nigga than the nigga saying, I want to challenge myself as an actor. So I I I want to do a gay role. I want to do a killer. I want to play, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, it's all on your personal goals and what you deem it as. Like, if you're doing it to get ahead, then I think you're a sucker. But if you're doing it just because you want to try to body, give me any kind of beat, I kill that shit. I'm going to take this shit that I think is whack and I'm going to body that shit. I'm going to take this shit I think is fire and I'm going to body that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how I draw the line is where you personally draw the line for yourself. Like if you a nigga that's saying, um, you know, I'm this type of nigga, I ain't never, like Kevin Hart is a perfect example. Nigga Kevin Hart said, nigga, I never put on a dress. And then like two, three weeks later, they had that nigga in the dress on Saturday Night Live. That's when I think you a sucker. You know what I'm saying? When you stand for something and then you compromise what you stand for. But if he had said, yo, I want to body any kind of role, like give me the dress shit. I'll do that too. Like I'm whatever you give me, I'm killing that shit. Then I look at that a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't you, huh? No, I said, all right. Yeah, like it, it ain't you compromising yourself. So um, let me let me say this, right? <clears throat> kind of on the same topic of, of actors and shows. Um, I watched this show called Free Ray Sean. Hashtag Free Ray Sean. Um, it's executive produced by Lawrence Fishburne. He's also starring in it. Um, it's a few other black actors in there. Um, the show was really, really good. But... It's on this platform called Quibi, Q-U-I-B-I. And they have this platform that's supposed to be geared, because I read up on it, it's supposed to be geared towards you actually watching it on your phone. So (laughs) their idea is we're going to give you the maximum experience from your mobile phone because it's supposed to be viewed on the go. And so all of their episodes are 10 minutes or less. Now, I personally, I hate that format. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. I watched the show. I watched it on the fire stick. It was fire. It was a great show. I had to watch it it on my TV, and I couldn't get it downloaded on my TV. So maybe that's why it wasn't able, because I was trying to watch the same thing. Yeah, it's it's really good. And I encourage, you know, people, if you can about the format, I'm going to tell you in a second. I encourage people, if you could get through the format, you know, check it out. It's really good. But the only... Thing, like I said, I, I like, you know, one episode might be six minutes. The next one might be five. The next one might be eight. The next one might be seven. And it's like, I they could have just made it an hour and a half movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that it changes anything from watching it on your phone because people watch Netflix on their phone. They watch all types of movies and stuff on their phone. So I personally think that it kind of cheapens the brand that's not the future like we're not gonna fucking transition to that format like nobody likes that but the show is good it's called free ray sean and it's about um a black guy who was framed by undercover cops and he is now running from the cops he goes back into his apartment and it's his girl or his wife and his son and he has to deal with he's a former uh like uh not Marine. Yeah, he's a former Marine and he has to like figure out how to fucking free himself or 
you know, prove his innocence. So it takes you through that of just being, you know, stereotyped as a black man and being framed by the cops. It's real good, but I just hated that format. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. And apparently all of their shows on there is like that. They have a documentary about the Clippers, about Donald Sterling. And I heard that was good too. Yeah. I'm probably not going to check it out though, because it's the same. It's the same. And I wish they, I wish they changed that. Honestly. I think Will Packer <laughs> did that one, but that's when I, um, yeah. what's the face? Um, it was, what's that show that Ashley Kutcher used to do? Punk. Punk was uh, relaunched on that website. On, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With, so, um, with Chance was, the Rapper, right? Yeah, it was a couple things that, that have been shown on there. So I haven't had a chance to check it out. But the Free Ray Sean thing is the first thing that I was going to watch. But I couldn't get it on my television. And maybe that's why, because it's not a television type of thing. Like, I couldn't yeah. down, download Well, I, 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 oh, you can't download Quibi on the TV? I couldn't. I don't know if it was just my TV or not, but I couldn't download oh. it, no. Well, like I said, I watched it on the Fire Stick, um, and it's real good. It is real good. So if y'all get a chance, um, y'all might want to check that out. Oh, and another show um, that's really, really good. It's called Enslaved. It's on Epics. It's Samuel Jackson. He executive produced it, and he's also in it. But what it's about is it's him personally um, making the attempt to go back and find out what tribe he's from in Africa. And so to get him, give him a sense of direction, he did the whole DNA thing or whatever, just to kind of steer him in the right direction. And then from there, he goes and he, you know, retracts, you know, what tribe he's from, they welcome him in and all of that. And then it kind of uh, veers off to explaining, we already know that there was a bunch of slave ships that made it to North America, but most of them didn't. And it goes with these divers who are some of the best divers in the world. And they're diving to find remains of certain slave ships that sunk and that didn't make it. And they're finding all of these different artifacts. Like it's really, really, really dope. It's really dope. And- um, It's a doc or a movie? It's a, it's a docu-series. It's a docu-series. It's about five episodes in, and um, it's called Enslaved. It's on Epics. It's super dope. I encourage everybody to check that out, too, because I actually wish that I knew what tribe I came from, and I don't know how to, like, get that information. Like, I have a friend who's Ginyan. He's from Ghana. Well, his father's from Ghana, and so my man is from Jersey, but his father's from Ghana, so I asked him one day, like, yo, you know what tribe you from? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, damn, like that's, that's super dope because his father's from Africa. They preserve all of that history. They don't let that story die. They, everyone passes it on to generation to generation and they have that sense of, you know, belonging to. And I feel like a lot of us in America, we don't have that same sense of, you know, understanding. So um, it's real dope. It's real dope. You have to check it out. Um, what's the name of dope too? Since we talking shows and you, you fuck your show god, Tehran. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Tehran. Yeah, yeah. That's a dope show too. Since we just fucking 
Uh, this is the new show segment. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I would like to know where I came from instead of being like, oh, I'm going home, I'm going to Jersey. Like, no, I want to go back to where I came from. Like, home in Jersey. Like, go home, home. Yeah, I want to go home. It's true. That's all I'm saying. Gotta, I get it, Jersey. I do want to go with somebody to get from. accepted. I don't really care about that shit. I'm here. It'd be cool, though. No, cool. I want to be able to speak other languages too when niggas get on my nerves because these Spanish people and these uh, Asian people start talking all that different stuff. I want to be able to talk some shit in front of their face too. So you gotta hit the I, translator. Yeah, you gotta come on. I want that. I want to have that sense of being like, all right, I'm going back to where I came from. I don't even know. Like when people tell you to go back to where you came from, like you tell me shit. Like y'all <laughs> over here. I didn't ask for this. Where did I come from? Can you tell me? Go back where you, you tell me go back where I came from, that means y'all good New York. Fuck that. See? <laughs> the white man has enslaved you, my brother. You gotta, get that. you gotta get out of that. Probably, but oh, that's where it's at. Yeah. At, 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 very, at very best, we, we go back to NC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I have that much. I got I have my I have my roots in America. Like on my father's side, they start in North Carolina. On my mother's start side, they start in uh, everybody in come from North South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, because that's where the slave ships was docked. Everybody is from North and South Carolina. It's like Africa for us. But we <laughs> yeah. need to get past that. Yeah. Yeah. My shit was overseas though. My shit kind of crazy. So do you know, so like, do you you yeah, do you know? <laughs> nah, I, 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 when this topic came up in class, I just be like, man, listen, uh, I'm good. I know uh, my shit. Nah, <laughs> yo, because it's like it's a it's a British it's a British like British side to the slavery shit that's in my family. So it's like, nigga, I got mad well, white people in my family, son. Like, well, yeah, because Britain, even going kind of back to the enslaved shit, uh, it, it talks about like how you know they kind of got into it with Britain. Like Britain, they got into a fight. They got into a gunfight on the water, and the <laughs> the boat that had forty one black slaves that was considered an illegal slave boat, it hit a reef in in the water and started to sink. And it would have been their obligation to save them, but they just let them die. And the way that they the way that they saved yeah. themselves, they threw anchors and stuff off of the boat to kind of get it to, you know, drift to land. So that's what these divers are doing. These divers are going back, and they're finding they're pinpointing in the ocean okay they would have thrown off the anchor here and that's how they kind of find like the remains of the ships and shit it's, it's, uh, it's, dope. it's dope though um so um so <laughs> you know it's what we 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 in the fall we got all of these sports going on it's the nba finals football's back if you give a damn it's baseball back um this is like, it's typically the best time in sports because you have all three major sports in the month of October. Um, but as far as football is concerned, we kind of got into a discussion off mic about, um, well, it started from Dak Prescott and him performing as, um, far, as far as putting up big numbers and so on and so forth. But does that really mean that he deserves to get paid from the organization that he currently plays for? Because the ultimate goal is to win and the Cowboys ain't winning. So the, 
that was the that was the question. So I want to frame it like this. As an as a leader of an organization, uh, an athlete I'm talking about, as like the main guy, whether it's LeBron on the Lakers, whether it's Dak on the Cowboys, whether it's whoever, should you still be able to get paid top dollar from the organization that you play for and are supposed to be a leader of because you put up really big numbers at your respective position or should the value be placed more in winning and if you fall short of that goal you shouldn't get paid as much or even at all so Gert I'm gonna ask you first what do you think I believe it depends on the franchise it depends on the player for me you know I always uh side with get paid young nigga get paid mm-hmm. but as an organization when you look at giving a athlete top dollar me being a if, if i'm the owner and my goal is winning i'm not giving top dollar if we not winning like if for me to give top dollar it has to be wins attached to that um, but you know, if if I'm the player, is get paid, nigga, get paid. Give me my money. Yep. Fuck all that. So, see, what's your thoughts? My thoughts is that LeBron will never have the same strife as uh, Dak because LeBron is always going to get paid. So we can't kind of put those people in the same category because LeBron makes his own. But LeBron makes his <laughs> own contract. LeBron has his own stipulations. It's all Yo. about what you. It's all about what you negotiate. And LeBron is the- See, see, you're missing it. Where did LeBron come from? I'm not, because he said LeBron. I'm just, I'm just, I'm he just saying, LeBron I'm saying as a, I'm, no, I'm just saying as a leader of the organization, see. And I'm telling forget you, about as LeBron. a leader forget about of the organization. Forget about LeBron. Fuck LeBron. Okay, Don't. you said it. Fuck him. I can't, I can't forget about what you said. So let's just you're not, go. You're there. missing the point. Bro. I'm not missing the point because I was going to answer and you just interrupted me. So I yeah, didn't Yeah, because you're wrong. No, you're wrong for putting LeBron and Dak in the same sentence. That was wrong. So I didn't I even correct. hear LeBron at all. Yo, I hear LeBron. I hear LeBron. I thought I was tripping. I didn't hear LeBron at all. I'm like, where the fuck did LeBron come from? I thought he was on football. Yeah. I did too, but he said LeBron, but I just wanted to say that nigga would never be in Dak's predicament. But anyway. Oh, shit. Anywho. Dak. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that Dak, um, like Gert said, you are a leader of an organization and all he's asking for is for you to produce. If you don't produce, that does not equal dollars. That does not equal cents. Like, I'm not going to sit here and give you a good contract. And yeah, your numbers may be good. Your individual numbers may be good, but as a team, as a whole, we're not winning. So that gives you no leg to stand on. You have to bring, you have to bring wins to the table. And I just feel that maybe, I mean, maybe he might get some of what he's worth because of his numbers, but I don't think he's going to get all of that because it's not translating to the win side. As a business, as as a as an owner of a team, I would want to see more from him. 
Okay. Um, uh, Key, do you got an opinion on this on on the topic? Uh, I feel like me, if I was a player, you know my capabilities, you know what I could do. Hell yeah, I want top dollar, but and then day man, put that shit on the coaches, bro. Like I could win games, but ain't they running shit too? They even want to call the players. Like so, that's how I feel on it. it ain't my fault. I I feel two ways about that because I think it's plenty of responsibility to go around. It's never one person's fault solely. It's just impossible, especially if we're talking about football because it literally is the ultimate team sport and so many people have to do their job in order for things to work correctly. Um, But I do think coaches share some blame. Absolutely. Um, But players do have to execute. You know, the coach may call the play. The players have to execute. Um, if they don't execute, then it don't matter. You can have the absolute best play ever created, but if you don't execute, it doesn't matter. So, uh, my thing is, I do agree that it should be a combination of the two. It should be a combination of you producing and you producing also translating to wins. Um, however, I also understand the way it is. So there's, there's the way it is. And then there's the way it should be. The way it is says as a quarterback of a football team in the NFL, the market is set the highest for that position. So anyone who is due to get paid in the offseason, whatever the market deems, whatever, whether it's if the if the ceiling is $40 million a year, then you know that you're not getting anything less than 30 because that's what the market is deeming. You may not be worth 30, but the way that the system is structured, that's what everybody gets paid. So I, I agree with Gert's point that it should be a combination of the two. You should ball out as an individual because that's your job. Do your job and do it to the best of your ability. But that has to translate to wins because that's the only way everybody wins as a whole. But like I said, the way that it is, it's not like that. You're going to get paid because the market says you're going to get paid. That's the way it's structured. So that's just what it's going to be. Um, but as far as basketball is concerned, uh, currently right now, we got the Lakers up two to one on the heat. Um, me personally, watching the Lakers play, watching Bron and AD go back and forth, the shit seem unfair. Like, the shit is crazy. Like, it's nothing you can really do. Uh, Miami did end up winning game four. Um, I mean, no, that was game three. Um, so we know it's at least going to be five games. But Miami's hurt. They got two of their best players out. And we I really don't see how they can AD. beat them three more times. It would be an amazing thing. I can't see it. Yeah. Um, so That's evident. Yeah. I don't think it's a hot take to say that the Lakers are going to win the championship this year. But um, I don't know. Did y'all make any other observations? But it might, the they might give it to LeBron because he was MVP. mad about not getting and the MVP. And compete for it as I mean, it no. becomes uh, <laughs> more evidence that I mean, they're going to win. I think, he was pissed. I, I think, I think I AD think, gets the MVP because they don't win without so AD. much of the, the voting. I mean, I'm not so much, not so much. No, let me say this. I don't think he was mad, not so much of him not winning. I think he was insulted by 16 people voting him that like into being the MVP. 
It is because you talk about him every day. Shit. He's a topic of sports <laughs> center every day. Shit. You revolve the whole sport he around him. Flop on Even the when during documentary, he was talking about well, how was LeBron fit into this? Like you talk about this man all the time, and you fit him into every topic. So sixteen of y'all really be ignorant. I mean, not sixteen of y'all, but. The rest of y'all really wanted to be ignorant and not vote this man in. It's kind of like disrespectful. So I right. get it. That's insulting. That's insulting. But LeBron should. The past seven, uh, 16 years. I would say <laughs> at least 15. <laughs> well, I think, Key, what you're talking about is him flopping around and complaining about not getting calls in the games, right? Both sides, man. Like, he going to bitch regardless. It for 10 years. Did they because not make the it best, for the past He's the best years? nigga Did in they? the sport. Yeah. For years, like, <laughs> you want to say... Mad years. 15, 15, 14 exactly. years. At least ten, but but the whole thing is he is like they snub him because he's the best player, right? So it's no reason why LA didn't make the playoffs last year, and then they went to number one. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he turned the whole franchise around with with uh, yeah. with the team that he put together. Let's not forget yeah. about the players, but. But yeah, nigga, that's what you do. So it, it man, I hate this this debate because like yeah, people give Jordan credit for the Bulls front office having the wherewithal to go get players, right? So I think it's it, it LeBron should get even more credit because and it's he's working. doing what the yeah. fucking front office right. should be doing. Yo, y'all need to go get me these niggas to play with. If y'all are not smart enough to do that, then I'm going to make y'all go get me these niggas to play with. Jordan didn't have to do that. The, the nigga uh, Krause did that. He was making moves for them to be successful. LeBron is saying, I I can't trust y'all to do it. This is what I, I, I know what I need to win. This is what I need to win. Go fucking make that happen. And he's winning with the shit. Yeah, it's like, I got to do everybody fucking job around here. But I wasn't a LeBron fan until this year. Like this is when I really became one because I started to see it all connected and I see it come and I see it uh, had came together. Um, I'm not a Lakers fan, but I see how it's, I see how it's working. And if you are that good of a player and if you are able to say, okay, we're weak in this position or we need somebody in this position that could take over or that could come off the bench and shoot or that can, you know, like he's moving different pieces around. Yeah, that's a team that he created, but it's a winning team. It's something that the coaches didn't do. It's something that the back office didn't do. And it's something that the GM didn't do. It's just a whole bunch of pieces that he has contributed. So that's why I'm just saying, like, when you are that significant to a team and when you are that person and they trust you that much because what you have been doing has worked, maybe that will transition somewhere else to other people. You have to get that mentality first. You have to prove yourself first in order for people to trust you enough to take control of their whole organization. And that should make you the most valuable player, hands down. 
Exactly. <laughs> the most valuable player of everything. Shit, he should win GM of the year, coach of the year. Worth that it. nigga is <laughs> everything of the year. <laughs> 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 Rookie of the year. <laughs> Word. Um, but yeah, I really didn't have um too much more. Um oh well, that's a lot. So we kind of got away from this for a while. So we definitely, uh, it's time to bring it back. So on our show, we have a segment called, Did You Catch That? Um, and essentially what it is, just to kind of bring it full circle, is it's a, it's a situation or an event that happens within the culture that might've went over some of y'all heads. Um, and this week, um, we want to kind of talk about Big Pun, right? Big Pun, um, as an MC, in my opinion, is one of, one of the best to ever put words together. Um, unfortunately, he died untimely back in the 90s. And apparently, there was kind of like a, a sense of competition or even a little bit of disdain for lack of a better word I, I wouldn't even say disdain i would say more so competition that big pun had with all mcs jadakiss being one of them um he was said uh, this is as per remy ma she was saying that he had conversations with her saying like yo i ain't really i ain't really scared of nobody but if it's one nigga that i feel like i gotta watch it's him because every time he always bring it he always he always coming with it so DJ Green Lantern had an unreleased verse from Big Pun that was basically going at Kiss. Um, he didn't say nothing crazy, but it it was it's it was enough to be considered a diss. Friendly and, sparring. It was yeah, yeah, friendly yeah. sparring. But it was enough to be considered a diss. And so after you know a whole bunch of years, Green Lantern finally released it. He put out the record and Jadakiss got, you know, he heard it. They spoke. It's not like, you know, Jadakiss was responding to Green Lantern, but Jadakiss decided to make a record in response to what Big Pun said. Um, and this is like recently. He just did this in 2020. But um, he was like, you know. No, no. That verse is before 2020. Are you positive of that? Yeah. All right. So the did you catch, the did you catch that basically is, did you catch that? Did you catch the fact that Big Pun and Jada Kids kind of had a little thing and they went back and forth? So, Gert, I'll let you kind of, you know, take it, take it from there. Um, I think it's dope. I, I, I am opposed to niggas doing songs with uh, people after they die, like unreleased audios. But um, I like this. I think it was in good taste because of uh, how it was formatted, um, you know, with Pun initiating it. And then it, it was supposed to be done together, but it just, his untimely demise happened. So it didn't get done as it should have. But um, I like the record, thought it was dope. But I, with that being said, I'm completely against doing songs with people after they're no longer here. 
I agree. I mean, it was it was in good taste because he was respectful. He, you know, it, because it obviously well, okay. Was even respectful if it, too, huh? They both were. It wasn't just yeah. They, they both were. They they both were, but but Kiss made mention to mention that you know even though you ain't here to defend yourself, like you know I wish you were. Like it 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 was it was done like you said in good taste. It wasn't so. I don't know. I don't mean to cut you off, but here's something that most people don't know. And that's why we're going to bring it to y'all with this segment. But most songs in the 90s where rappers are on the song with each other, they are talking about the people on the song with them. Nine out of ten times, um, the rappers on the song, if you went first, they're probably the people behind you were probably talking about you in that song. So it there, there's a lot of those that I'm sure went over most of y'all heads. But that's what we're here for. <laughs> Key, did you uh did you catch it? Did you hear it? Yeah, I, I caught it. Now, I like the story behind it though, like with the um hard drive breaking, he bringing it back after all this time. But um, yeah, that was a dope ass story, right? Yeah, yeah. that was, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. I was like, damn. I thought about this shit when you say your um, yeah, when you said broke, I was like, you probably still could bring that back if we didn't bring it back already. But now it was hard. It's just it was real hard to like really hear. I wanted to like. I thought it was gonna be clear. And then when they said it was gonna be verses, I'm like, pun versus kiss songs. I'm like, ah. But I know it was together, and they start playing this shit. I'm like, all right. But he had to play that shit again. I, I want to hear it clearer, though. Clearer. They have a re- they have a version yeah. on on YouTube that you can like just real clear. Yeah, it's 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 better. They have a, a better version that you can hear clearer. Um, but it it was cool. No, it was it was it was official to bring him back. See, did you hear it? No, nah, I didn't. I I, I don't uh, even know. Nah, I mean it's cool. Everybody ain't catch it. <laughs> I did not catch that. Talked about um, it in the staff development meeting. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pay me more, and I'll I'll start doing what I have to do. Uh, it's a GM fault. It's a GM fault. It's Jer's fault. Jer's, you heard him. He's <laughs> stingy on the young Look. reparations. <laughs> Look, edit. um so yeah so that's that's um you know that's gonna be it for this week but um you know like we say every week make sure yeah tell a friend to tell a friend and um yeah man until next time everything rico I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose. Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. You all alone in these streets. Cause it- Rico music, Rico music, Rico music. Rico music.